just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 126 episodes of One Tree Hill. And <laughs> and to, I don't know why that made me laugh. And tonight's episode for debate is season six, episode twenty. I would for you. I know you would. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to the Ravens podcast with Simon and Dom. So, hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is season six, episode 20, I would for you, Dom, we're here, how are you my friend? We're good, we're here, we made it, it's Wednesday again, the weeks are flying by, gonna be blinking at Christmas, we're gonna be blinking for the new year, we're gonna be blinking, we'll be in Wilmington. Scary. How are you my friend? I'm good. I, the Wilmington yes, I was thinking about Wilmington just the other day and thinking about how that is gonna be the perfect finale to this podcast and wow, what a journey it has been and continues to be. We've got a few things to discuss here, a little bit of podcast admin if you will Next week, Dom and I are going to be recording two special movie episodes instead of One Tree Hill. We were going to do more One Tree Hill. I know we've just put out a load of movie episodes, but this is a unique collaboration that we are doing with the Odyssey Cinema here in the UK in St Albans, which is a really awesome like Art Deco, uh, like retro vintage, just throw out all of those different adjectives cinema uh, that plays uh, new movies but they also play uh, like you know 80s 90s classics 70s classics and we're doing a, a collaboration where we are going to be covering what movie dom da, 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 the shining Ooh. <laughs> which will be screened at the odyssey on the 27th of october so we're going to be recording the episode before that putting that out in the world and then dom and i will be there in person october 27th at the odyssey cinema to introduce the movie say hi to everyone take a couple pictures sign a couple autographs couple selfies dom's gonna get mobbed crowd surf <laughs> to the snack bar at the back I may never see him again. It could happen. It could happen. I could be whisked away by a crowd of adoring, loving fans. Could you imagine if we're on stage, we've got the microphones, there's probably like 300 people there, something like that, and we're giving our, like, you know, speech about this is the movie and Jack Nicholson did this and blah, 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 did that, and someone just starts throwing, like, raven diamond encrusted ball gags at you that's just <laughs> i love ow. you dom i love ow. you dom <laughs> ow ow <laughs> they hurt <laughs> no, 
like, shut up and put it on. Put it on now. <laughs> yes, girdle. <laughs> Someone throws you some arseless leather chaps. Put it on. <laughs> it's a whole and I'll thing. Do it with glee. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to record The Shining. So that you expect that to come out soon. But then, as it's Halloween, we're also going to go back and we're going to record what, Dom? I believe we're going to record. Scream 3 I'll gut you like a fish Again a, For the third time subtitles? Does Scream have, have subtitles? Do, do the Scream films have subtitles? I guess they do Why? No because like You never I don't well, One I don't know what they are And two you, you don't ever see them You just see Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Oh You mean Sorry You mean Subtitles under the actual title but like a, I thought like you a meant su- I thought you meant no, like Subtitles sub, in the movie subheading I apologise Like a subheading Yeah yeah Good question uh, No I don't think they do I think it's just Scream I, I think Scream 5 Is actually just called Scream Again oh. To be like Confusing but I think it's because it's like the start of a new... It's not like a reboot. What do they call it? It's like a soft reboot where you've still got like the legacy characters, but you've got new main characters. I don't know. We'll talk about it when we get there, I guess. Well, but I guess so. Scream 3 is infamously the Scream movie where they weren't, they weren't allowed to show any blood. No blood. What's the point? Crazy. I've got a couple <laughs> things to say. I've got a, uh, is it a redaction or a retraction? A retraction? What, retraction is taking something away, redaction is hiding something? Mm. Like, if you're hiding words, I guess? Well, I made an error in my recollection, a memory on the first screen, so I'm going to correct it <laughs> in screen free. If that's not enough reason for people to tune in <laughs> for screen free to hear my retraction, redaction, apology, then... <laughs> I don't know what is, but there you go. Two Halloween specials. Neither Dom or I have seen The Shining. All we know about it is, here's Johnny. And red rum. (laughs) Right. Oh, scary shit. Should we, wait, wait. Should we watch it together? Yeah. (laughs) I jump. I'm a jumper. I jump. I jump a lot. Do you want to watch it here? You can watch it here if you want. Are you scared of my place? No, but I we watched a movie at your place last time, so it's only right that you come here, isn't it? Yes, if we can make it work, let's let's make it work. Yeah, I, I, I would like the, that. I guess the, the the advantage of your place is that you don't have currently in there a wife, a child, and a dog. No, does, not currently. Does, does make it easier. I mean, uh, I've got all those things, but they're not mine. <laughs> yeah, they're just and they're in a cupboard for some yeah, reason. Just you locked, sick man. Let just them out. Away. <laughs> Let them breathe. What's wrong with you? They're okay. I water them. What, what breed of dog is it? Uh, poodle. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting choice. Well, we've got four minutes before our our guest comes on, and we've got we've had a wild week. On the Patreon, Dom. A couple people left. We won't talk about that. Anyone? A couple. P- anyone? We kn- anyone we know? Big names? No. One, no, no one of <laughs> note. <laughs> and it wasn't John Nordstrom. He's still there. Can we just take what? a moment to say the fact that 
the composer of One Tree Hill is our, on our Patreon. Like, what Big the fan. fuck? Friend of the show. Yeah. But we've had three new Patreon members join up and Damn. one upgrade. Ooh. Do you want to start with the upgrade or do you want to start with the, the three new members? Let's start with the three new members, and I'm so glad we're doing this before our Raven comes on. <laughs> this doesn't happen often, so I'm glad I've got the opportunity to do this now. But I'm ready. You're going to be so happy. Mm. We'll start with the first one. You're going to be so happy for two reasons. One, because of the name, yeah. and then two, because of the level. Okay. <laughs> the level... Coming in at Sweat Tower Collector. Yes! Go on! <laughs> Go on! <laughs> Our lowest tier. Someone's picking up them towels. Who I saw Nathan in the episode tonight throw a sweat towel at, at a chair. So Yeah, going, hey, little bitch, pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that to our Raven, of course. No, 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 no. No one would throw a sweat towel at this person. We wouldn't let it happen. But coming in... Sweat Towel Collector, a name you're going to love. It's Karen. (laughs) Yes! Come on! Can this thing get any better? (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready? Oh, my God. Right. First of all, Karen! We need you. Karen, we need you because this Sweat Towel's everywhere been completely unattended simon's got his beer he's having a little chug he's smashing down a corona with some lime in the top he's absolutely loving life but that doesn't mean (laughs) things are getting done that means he's just chilling and relaxing but we need towels collecting they need picking up off the floor those hall of famers those junior varsities those you know whatever the other team's called (laughs) just varsity they're just no good. They just don't pick up after themselves. And we need people like Karen to get out there and do that for us. So, Karen, welcome aboard. Welcome to the team because you just became a raven. Sweat yes. Down <laughs> <laughs> if yes. That, if that wasn't good enough, Dom, what if I told you we had someone else that also joined to be a sweat towel collector? Yeah. If you tell me their name's Keith, I will shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Send in the <laughs> emergency <laughs> services. Dom, Dom's packed his Dax. No, coming in at Sweat Tower Collector, Fallon. Fallon, F A L L E N or A N? O N. O N. Apologies, Fallon. Fallon. <laughs> well, here we go. Fallon, listen to me. This is me holding you by the shoulders and looking you deep in the eyes as I say something to you. Karen can't do it alone. The team (laughs) needs a second sweat towel collector and that is you, Fallon. Listen, Fallon, we need you to whip around the court right now picking up those towels and in the changing room and the locker room because Karen needs some support. So, Fallon, you just became a raven. Congratulations. (laughs) <laughs> Fallon, Karen, thank you so much. And But Dom, that's not all. Oh my God. Because people are sweating in the towels, people are collecting the cows. 
But I guess you could say that there must have been an opening in your lineup. Sometimes. Because we have someone coming in at Junior Varsity. JV. Out of the Bush Leagues and coming in <laughs> to JV. We've got Michelle. Hold on. Wait a minute. Not. Did you say Michelle? Yeah, not my sister. <laughs> no, I wasn't going there, but now it's the same. The, the one that we were scouting for a while. They jo- Oh, my God. Mich- okay, Michelle, mm. listen up. Mm. You're not Michelle. Like <laughs> Michelle, listen up. This is really important. One, you've joined a fantastic team. But two, you're only going to make us better. You have what it takes. Integrity, tenacity, desire to take us all the way. And I know you can make it into that Hall of Fame. I know you can make it all the way. Because, Michelle, throw your towels down there. We've got people for that. We've got Fallon and Karen for that. Throw them down there. That's fine. (laughs) Throw them down there. Because, Michelle, you just became a raven. Let's go. And then last but not least, we've had a motherfucking upgrade. Someone thought, you know what? JV isn't me. That's not my speed. I'm ready to Lucas Scott season one straight to varsity this shit up. Going from JV to varsity. It's Amy. Amy. Amy, listen here. There's an opening in my lineup. And I need you to go from JV to varsity because you're the one and only you can do this for me so kindly so (laughs) and for mr jt and for mr jt (laughs) and that is motherfucking me yeah (laughs) there we go amy amy i'm leaving jerseys on your doorstep because when you get home you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna be like yeah fucking made it it's gonna be me and skills and other people in the team (laughs) at varsity level but i'm gonna absolutely fucking smash it because i'm that good and amy we believe in you we trust in you my 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 co-coach he believes in you say you believe simon i fucking believe fucking believes in you amy do you know why do you know why amy listen turn up your device right now that you're listening to this podcast on because you just became a raven. <sighs> and with that, let's enter Claire. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we did all that first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the highlight. Claire, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me? We can yes. hear you. <laughs> Claire is here. Claire is, well, this is your first time on the podcast. So let's introduce ourselves. Dom, please introduce yourself to Claire. Hi, Claire. I'm Dom. Nice to meet you. And you. I mean, I know you were quite surprised that um, one of your ravens was called Claire last week. So, yeah, here I am. (laughs) That was so bad of me. I know. And I'm so sorry. When we do the shout outs, I then immediately forget. So we've just done three and I've forgotten their names already. So. All right, okay. But, I wouldn't take it personally then. But I'm so sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> my, it's my fault because it's your screen name. It has like, I won't say what it is, but it's like initials and, and whatever. It doesn't have it there. If I had seen, you know, because we've conversed like a fair amount. So um, 
yeah, that's my bad. But also, it proved the point that people do actually watch the bit yeah. after the watch event. So. <laughs> I watch the whole thing all the time. So I, all that nonsense you speak at the end, I listen to. Oh, so much nonsense yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is so unbalanced, Claire, because if you must know a lot yeah. about us without us knowing hardly anything about you so let's immediately change that and can okay. you tell us a bit about you tell us how one tree hill entered your life and that why it's got that staying power well so the whole thing how you were confused is my instagram name is ct beijing so i lived in beijing for about 10 years um and there was only one english tv channel and it was cctv news so they used to have the dodgy DVD shops. And in 2005, I discovered One Tree Hill in the dodgy DVD shops. And I used to watch it all the time because there wasn't anything else to watch. So, yeah, and it's just something I go back to all the time. Awesome. Fantastic. What, what was you doing in Beijing, if we can ask? Yeah, no, uh, working. So, um, yeah, was um, doing a bit of teaching, kindergarten teaching. So, yeah, I moved that back means... about 10 years ago now. That means Claire's a spy. <laughs> Claire's a spy. Claire works for MI6. And yeah. We just can't, just can't say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just creeping in the background. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then, and so now, now you're in London. Yep. Nice. Awesome. So you're actually probably not really that far away from us. Like, no. You know. And so I do want to join a Nando's trip at some point. Yes. The only problem with that is that you'd meet Magda and she's terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah, I know all about Magda, so yeah. <laughs> but Claire's on my six, so just destroy Magda. He's on the so left, yeah. Got, like laser, laser watch gadgets and things. <laughs> well, okay, so let's. We haven't done this for a minute. Let's let's throw this out there. Oh God, right. Who would if who would you pick as your favourite all-time One Tree Hill character? As long as Dom has already met them. And what would you say your favourite season is? That can be any season. Okay, for sure it's Dan. Um, it's just amazing on all levels. And it was funny, a clip popped up of season one, episode one on Instagram, and Dan was just like prowling in the background. And even from then, he was just a great baddie. Um, favourite season, again, when I saw that clip of season one, episode one, it's just you're brought right back there. But yeah, probably season three. Oh, three. Nice. And Dom, if you were to answer these questions, uh, oh god, as far as to season six at least, what would your answers be? The the problem I have is uh, all the seasons merge quite badly for me, so I can't, I find it really difficult. Unless somebody says this happened season one, this two, three, four, five, six, I find it really difficult to go. Okay, this season was probably my favourite, so I really struggle with that. Funny enough, character Dan, you can't look past mm. Dan. Um, Dan has got to be up there. Uh, Dan is definitely up there. So I'll say Dan is like the all-time favourite still. Um, and then maybe Julian is a close second. He's quite, Ooh, he's quite newbie, good. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's new. He's bringing something fresh. He's got a bit of a lith, but that's fine. <laughs> um, he doesn't have a huge head, but yeah, we're all good. We're all good. But yeah, I think I think he's up there. I, 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 I do kind of struggle to differentiate between the seasons. I think... I think I've said in the past three, I think I've, in the past I've said four was my favourite, mistaking it for three, and three was actually my favourite, so I'm not sure. What about you? Nice. Yours, your, does yours change? Well, I think season <laughs> one is my favourite for sure, uh, mm. easily. Uh, 
but and then if I'm looking at season one, I would say Lucas, and I think everyone's expecting me to say that. But if not, then Dan, it would be Dan as well. There's the jacket back there. It stays <laughs> close. Um, so yeah, I mean, but I think this time it is been harder to differentiate between the seasons because it's just never ending. It's just one a week, and it's been that way for like, has it been three years? Two years? Two and a half? Three? Years. Three? I think it yeah. seems long. Yeah. It, it seems long. <laughs> so long. I've been listening to you guys for ages. <laughs> what, when, when, so when did you discover the podcast? Like, how long have you been listening for? So there was an Instagram popped up of the episode you did with Paul Johansson. So that piqued my interest, but I never listened to it. Then I kind of found out who you were, and I started from the beginning. So I became um, well, the kind of middle raven once I caught up. And then after the whole debacle, me trying to get my um, my Raven stuff through the post, mm-hmm. that's when I became a better Raven because I thought all oh, that hard work you did for me trying to locate that package. Um, so yeah, so I was late to the party, but I've been listening ever since. And how is the Ra- How is the Raven stuff? Well, I got the shirts too small, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll frame it or something. Um, the hoodie's great, and the shorts are cool as well. We'll probably end up doing like one more order. I think we have to. We probably have to. Just like the, uh, it's enough time has already started to pass that I've forgotten how painful it was. Like not painful <laughs> with your bit. That was just unfortunate that it just sort of got put in different post offices and depots yeah. or whatever. But it was painful. Oh, because of Carol. Because because of Lee, Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'd have to deal with a different person. Have do you to. want me? Do you want me to deal with it this time? Oh Ooh. god, Dom, you'd get so shouty. Yeah, get that's shouty. okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> that would be fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. I mean, we could try and do something to tie it in with when we go to Wilmington, so we could bring Ooh. back all the UK people's stuff. You know, to save on shipping and stuff like. Take absolutely no luggage with us. <laughs> yeah. So that we have the correct allowance coming back. Yeah, yeah, and then... yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. What a great idea. Well, good. Well, we 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 need to get into this episode because Claire, we haven't spoken about it a single <laughs> syllable. Okay, so it's time. So, as as our guest, yeah, which character would you like to start with? So the two main. I've got two main ones that I want to talk about. That the rest, um, yeah, they can. I'm not too fussed about. So. Let's start. I know Dom kind of likes to start with the lesser ones first, but I'm going to start with Sam and Jack. Well, kind of Sam, yeah, lump them together because they're kind of, to me, the heart of the, the episode. Nice. And just just for our international listeners that maybe aren't able to depict your accent <laughs> as much, can you, can, you, can you speak to your accent like where you, where you originally grew up? Yeah, I'm Scottish. And are you able to understand me okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, fine, yeah. <laughs> yes. I also just didn't want to get it wrong. Like, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. be like, I was like, yes, this is Scottish, but I didn't want to take the punt in case I thought <laughs> it wrong. No, it's Scottish, but I've been out of Scotland for 20 years, so it's a bit of a um, a bit of a mix. I think my Scottish friends would say I'm not sound Scottish anymore, but i think you might be our first like yeah, yeah. scottish person that's been on the part and how have you found dom's scottish accent when he's done it over the 
Amazing. I mean, it's a very Glaswegian, but very good. His accents are great across the board. I'll take that as high praise as uh, <laughs> someone from there saying it's good. So I'll, I'll take that. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well, do you want Dom to do his Dom-style synopsis of uh, Jack and... Uh, Sam. God, Sam. Yeah. You've got to say rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. There uh, was yes. enough room on the door. <laughs> yeah, please. Fire away, Dom. Come on, come on Dom. Well, what what a tough episode for for Jack and Sam. Um, we discover they discover Victoria. They are they encounter her and they're terrified of her and they hide behind beds, thinking that she can't see. But she has X ray vision anyway because she's some sort of lizard queen and she can <laughs> see that shit. She will find you like that's sonar level scary. Um, uh, but as, as the episode sort of kind of moves on and develops, we find out that. Jack has a new home to go to. He has kind of a foster family that are going to take him in and look after him, but he has to move away. I think they said Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving away to Charlotte. So he's going to move away. Sam's pretty bummed out about it as well. And she has a bit of a bad reaction towards um, Brooke uh, when Brooke questions her about it because basically they had the opportunity to move to LA. Jack would have then gone to Charlotte. It would have been okay because they both would have been happy and safe in their little family bubbles. But that's not quite happening. Jack's moving away, going to be in a happy little family bubble. And she's still kind of got this little struggle with Brooke, although she is quite happy where she is. But Victoria is bringing extra tension and difficulties to that. Um, One thing I did find uh, a, a bit unusual about that is that although she's happy for Jack, um, she she was kind of it's almost like she was more sad that she wasn't getting that chance as well and then to to go to LA and and be with Julian um but that's that's fine people feel that way she's building her little little tower um of sugar cubes like don't touch any of them after throw them all away because <laughs> then where what she's been up to um and they have a little kiss again and she pretends to be the girlfriend but she isn't really pretending but she is pretending so it's it's a they have some really nice sweet moments um and then we get to the end where cruella deville basically takes (laughs) her in and is gonna skin her alive and turn her into a coat so (laughs) yeah so i think that covers most of it but i'm sure there's finer details that we can talk about i'm sure and just to just tack on to the end of that for anyone that's not in not following our Instagram or is on the Patreon, I don't think I put that one on the Patreon, but we've had a couple video edits this week that we put out. <laughs> we had one of of Sam with uh, Victoria's hand on her shoulder and edited that to be like Darth Vader. And then we had another one that we'll talk about a bit later when we get to it. But uh, yeah, a bit we had a bit of fun with the edits there. Claire, what what's your perspective on the Jack and Sam situation? Well, just the the way that their relationship is really wholesome. Um, and it's like awkward. You can tell like it's that teenage awkwardness, like when they're lying in the bed, listening to the music. Um, it's just a really sweet connection they've got, actually. And they have like the funny moments with Victoria where they lock her out of the house. Um, yeah, and then obviously it ends with him finally finding a foster family very quickly. I mean, it seemed like he got that in a day and he was gone. Um, but yeah, like a nice little ending and she was holding her own hand at the end um, as he got in the taxi, which was quite cute. And then obviously, yeah, the Star Wars, but at the end when <laughs> Darth Vader comes in to corrupt her, basically. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That the hat, her holding her own her own hand was really sweet and a really nice throwback to their previous uh, conversations, like episodes ago. I think it tied it up nicely. I mean, that's not to say we won't see them again, Dom. It, what is your prediction? You said quite clearly on the watch along that you don't think we'll be seeing Jack again. Jack will probably be a pen friend, text friend, but won't reappear, I don't think. I think he's gone now. Thanks very much. See you later. Go and have an amazing acting career. Yeah. <laughs> in other <laughs> yeah. things. Win awards as Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll find out. Well, what do you think is going to happen to Sam now? Well, I, I'm still very much pinning my hopes on Julian coming back. So I, I think Julian will return. I think uh, he's very much in Brooks' kind of destiny of the show and, and, and future kind of partner. So uh, I think he will return. Uh, and that means that obviously she Sam stays in the, the household, gets her little family bubble that she's after. But the Victoria kind of situation. Now, <laughs> I couldn't help but think, right, when the hand went on her shoulder, are we expecting... Are we supposed to believe that's Brooke? Because you can tell by the, the talon that it isn't, <laughs> and that it's Victoria, those weathered hands. Um, but she, she puts her hand there. You can tell it's an old, like a slightly older person that is basically... Don't be taking... PC about it now. You just said <laughs> weathered hands. <laughs> you know, compared to like Brooke's hand, it's going to be like 22-year-old hand. That wasn't Brooke's hand. It was obvious it wasn't Brooke. So like, who's this like person? Okay, it's going to be Victoria. What I was kind of hoping is if they'd made the Gilmore Girls with these two characters, it probably would have been a much better program. Now I've seen about four episodes of Gilmore oh, Girls in my in my life. Shots fired, and I'm 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 basing those four episodes that I've seen. Uh, I'm basing my my theory on those four episodes. So I think that the the mum and daughter in the Gilmore Girls have a, like a really good relationship, and it's quite funny and bantery. But I think having like this uber bitch mom and this really sarcastic teenager like extra sarcastic teenager would be hilarious so yeah if we could make that show victoria and sam i'd be very happy well claire you were nodding along does that mean are you a gilmore girls fan and do you know what i just watched it this year for the first time ever um it's all right but i think that would be a better version yes (laughs) (laughs) and just to speak to victoria's weathered hands I, I would just say that i was thinking while watching this and my god you can already feel feel the comments filling up beneath the episode but are we not here to say that victoria is a very attractive woman a beautiful woman like she i don't know whether it's because she's got power or she's stern and maybe right. that's why there's you and a, a, a slightly older woman, like a middle-aged woman, yeah, and with a bit of money, and you are absolutely <laughs> head over heels. It happens every time, and we yeah. try and get you out of it, but we mm-hmm. just can't. Yeah, money and high heels and power. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. But I don't know. Is this just me, Dom? Do you not? You don't think she's an attractive woman? Uh yeah, she like very attractive, but she's also terrifying. And, and she does it, it so well. <laughs> you just want to be abused <laughs> Claire do you not think she's an attractive woman I'm not for sure she is yeah but you obviously have some issues I think if that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but issues I think just um, 
<laughs> maybe. Maybe I need to... <laughs> that kind of teacher. It... She's got us. Yeah, I don't know, like a scary teacher. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. What was you gonna say, Dom? It's it's a weird kink, I think. Mm. Is yeah, maybe that's the right word, kink. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know something else I was thinking today? Right, is uh, and we'll get to them in a minute. But when Hillary, Hillary, I was gonna say Hillary and Chad, when Peyton and. Uh, Lucas, he's got her home from the hospital and he's trying to get her to take a nap and he's like listening to the baby and said, no, the baby is telling you need to have a nap. And I was thinking, God, that's a good looking man. Like, he's <laughs> so blessed, like perfect hairline, perfect everything. Like, it's just not fair. Like, and, and we met him in real life and he was just as good looking, if mm. not more. Like, it doesn't like the four <laughs> haircut and everything. Don't know, just like, He's aging well, yeah. He is. Are you like a Comic-Con type, Claire? Have you been to Well, so when you were going up to Liverpool, was that last November, the Liverpool one? Mm, yeah. So, so I wanted to go, but I was on holiday. So there was a Comic-Con. So I wanted to see you guys as well as like that stuff. But um, so there was a Comic-Con a couple of weeks later in Dusseldorf. So I signed up for that. Um, and we got as far as the airport and got turned away because of passports, so I didn't. We didn't oh, make it. But um, yeah, no. we hoped to go to another one. Who who was at that one that you were like hoping to see? Uh, it was the guys from the Vampire Diaries. Oh, I had my photo book with them and everything, and didn't didn't get to go. No oh, way! No. Did you get it refunded? No, and it was all to do oh. with like Brexit and passport issues. Like my passport still had six months, but. Because of Brexit, it needs ten years from the issue date. Just nonsense, basically. What? Bloody Brexit! Yeah. <laughs> stupid Brexit. <laughs> Pointless. Stupid. I mean, we're not a political podcast. We've had to put that out before, <laughs> but I think we can all agree. Fucking Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> but that, um, the... yeah. So if there's another one, um, I'll definitely try and try and go along. Hell yeah! Well, we go. We're we're off to where are we going? Manchester, Manchester. Manchester. To, see, to see Victoria. I have to put my tongue back in. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to speak. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You'll be sweating more than when you met Chad. Yeah. I'm like Dom. Stop oh. looking at me. Stop talking to me. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. You can't talk to me right now. Just don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me right now. <laughs> Feel my hands. <laughs> uh, good time. Well, yeah. Well, we. First and foremost, we have to. We've got a few people coming over. Um, so the, the next Nando's will be happening soon. We've got Claire okay. is coming over uh, towards the end of this month. Um, people may be surprised to hear this, but we've got uh, Michelle from Total Betty is coming over uh, in like a week and a half um, no. for a, for a dinner and stuff. Um, they're not just coming to see us. These people aren't like <laughs> like they're here for vacations and whatever and i feel like there's someone else is there someone else coming i feel like someone else is coming uh, also but possibly but yeah uh, we need to get these like nando's dates in because it's good it's good times how far away is um westfield stratford. in stratford from you oh that's really easy for me um that's just so basically i'm Hagerston, so overground from dolphin straight along to stratford that's good. that's kind of like our that's our place. There's a Nando's there. West Ham. Couple, yeah, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll oh, that'd we'll be get easy. That yeah, I'll be up for that. 
Excellent. It's happening. Next time we're doing one, that well, when Kara's here and stuff, I'll message you. We'll get it happening. Yeah. And I'll, I'll turn up. Oh, nice. And Dom will turn up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, right. So, that, so, that's them. That's Jack and Sam. Who are the other people you want to Well, talk so about? just because we're kind of talking about Victoria, maybe we should just continue on with her story. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to tell us about it, Claire? You want uh, us to stay with Dom? Yeah, just Dom's so good at it. Go on then, Dom. Oh, gosh. Well, Victoria, the Simon's fantasy woman, <laughs> um, has re- returned, her epic return as well. Um, but she's um, she's kind of returned with her tail between her legs a little bit to, to come and ask Brooke to rejoin the company. Um, but the, the, this is kind of the opening of the episode. She opens the curtains brooks blaming sam but and then she's like oh it's worse and it's burning her eyes and because she's looking at uh, victoria and victoria's there essentially to get her back on board because she needs the designs she needs um basically the face of the company to come back um and they do eventually kind of negotiate a deal and victoria very much wants 50 50 but brooks says she wants to be 51 uh, percent like majority shareholder and then when I think Victoria says, like, goes back to 50-50, she's, like, 52. And then, like, it Brooke gives the impression that she'll just keep adding numbers. So she's like, okay, 51-49. Uh, and Victoria kind of settles on that. Um, I don't know where the whole taking Sam under her wing thing is going to go with this as well. I think, that's, I think that would be really, in, like, an interesting development if she was not a great mother to Brooke basically absent and useless and quite me oh, i say absent there's there's a line that says she wasn't absent but she was a terrible mother to brooke we mean that she kind of has a second chance uh to make it better for for sam and give sam that that opportunity or like sam could um kind of benefit from her kindness niceness if there is any in there you know kind of like um dan is doing with jamie like a similar situation so yeah that's what i'm kind of hoping for but victoria's path and journey is very much treat everyone like they're peasants uh, belittle them and then get what she wants and then get out of there so yeah bit of a whirlwind yeah so she might have a bit of a redemption in your eyes i'd love that yeah i'd love her to have a bit of redemption but with one person and then (laughs) everyone else is treated like crap still (laughs) (laughs) including brooke (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) she's still nasty to brooke but sam gets what she wants (laughs) That that's the perfect comparison. That's what I was gonna add, and then you added it. It's like it's that perfect Jamie and Dan. Yeah, like let me try and get it right with you because I, you know, didn't get it right before the generational differences. So yeah, awesome. Okay. Did you guys find Brooke to be kind of brattish in this? Like in the like I don't want to just pile on her because I think we sometimes we sometimes maybe do that a little bit when she's not being her best self let's say but there were parts of this where it's like victoria said we were both wrong we both did things said things whatever like let's just try and move forward and she was like what else can you do like she's still your mother yeah we all make mistakes i don't know what what did you think claire um, well, yeah, I mean, as you said, they both made mistakes, but I think Victoria saying to her outright, I wish you weren't born, basically, it's pretty hard to come back from. Um, True. But yeah, I, I don't know. Dom? There's, there's a big there's a big one. There's a big one, Dom. 
like back like back to the Brooke being bratty sort of thing. Like I, th- I think she kind of always is, but um, funny enough, it, it was this episode. I know you've mentioned it quite a few times before, Simon. Like the whole this has transitioned into a soap opera kind of thing. Her scene in the hospital with Lucas, I was like. This is a soap opera. What's going on? This is like telenovela. If they were speaking Spanish, <laughs> this is a telenovela. You know, yeah. it's just like I've actually uh, brought that, that in my notes, Dom. Exactly that. That whole scene with her and Lucas was just taken from a soap. It was very much. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it was just like lifted out of a soap, mm-hmm. dropped into One Tree Hill, and it's just like this is weird. Why is this happening? And that's the first time I've really like proper noticed it as well and gone like. But why? Why are they doing it like that? Um, even the the camera shots as well, flicking back and forth between Lucas and her and her like so over dramatized. I think just yeah, yeah. and really close. It yeah, was very close to the yeah. face. Yeah, it was so bizarre, so bizarre. But um, I can't remember the original question. But yes, she was bratty. <laughs> uh, what else was there? It was her like she, she's she like. <laughs> It was like, is Victoria's sort of apologising? Is that not like enough to kind of reconcile? Um, I did she apologise? She didn't. She didn't outright apologise. She kind of said, "You did. You said some wrong things. I said some wrong things. You know, let's just move on, kind of thing." Okay, let's like let bygones be bygones, kind of thing. But uh, look, I. If there's an element of olive, olive, olive branch, olive branch, there, I think great. I think there's there's opportunity, but I think Brooke is always the first person to kind of slap it away and push it away, and then that kind of will set Victoria off as well. But I think the the connection between if Victoria's being clever, she'd go through Sam to get to Brooke. Yeah, because Brooke, Brooke is essentially cares for, loves Sam as you know, with with everything that she's got and even calls herself a mum and there's no paperwork to back that up or anything but that's what she says but if victoria's being smart about this she'll be nice to sam look after sam and get to brooke that way and build the relationship and the bond that way yeah speaking of her being smart when she walks out of the shop when they've had that meeting about the money the smirk on her face is very much like i've won that in my eyes Mm. yeah definitely that's yeah, it's true. very much, very much. I've I've come away from this with exactly what I wanted, mm. and gonna line my pockets again. Company's gonna be successful. B. Davis magazine's gonna be amazing. So on and so on and so on. So quite yeah. calculating. Absolutely. But it's hard to read, isn't it? Because you could say she's smiling because I've manipulated you to get to what, what I want, or I'm smiling because okay, you're giving me another chance. Like I mean, I know we're leaning towards it's probably the more <laughs> sinister of the two, but I guess we we don't know a hundred percent. To take it back to the the hospital scene uh, and the soap opera part, I said it on the watch along, but the part that also really annoyed me is if that was real life, how insensitive Brooke was being to Lucas in that. She was like, tell me why. Tell me the information. How bad is it? Is that what's going to happen? This, that, and the other. It's like, actually, this isn't actually your concern right now. Like, yes, your best friends, whatever. But this is like her fiancé, right? They're not married. Yeah, they're not married. Fiancé. Not that they ever get married. That wouldn't happen. I don't know. (laughs) uh, And, you know, pregnant, whatever else this isn't the time you know you 
do this another time. You could say, is everything going to be okay? He can say, yeah, I'll talk about it. Like, like have, there's, have some sensitivity to his feelings. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was a bit... Yeah, that's a private yeah. moment. She didn't have to, yeah, need all the information. I just thought it was a weird scene, the whole hospital thing. It was very just like, hell, we have to get this exposition out to Brooke. She has to know. Let me just literally verbatim tell you the storyline of what's happening. Yeah. And I guess that we are to assume that these scenes are maybe a little bit awkward to film anyway because of oh, the yeah. history. Forgot about That's that. another layer on top of it. <laughs> Dunno. Dunno. Or Dom uh Payton's in a car crash. That's, yep. ha- that happened. So I've got a quick synopsis about the Peyton thing because it's, again, I think it's quite a ridiculous storyline. So basically she's driving along quite happy. I think she actually says to Mia, um, I'm happy to be alive. And then all of a sudden, boom, she's in a car crash. It just, it was very, I mean, I've seen this show loads of times. I totally forgot that happened. I was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's kind of the classic camera angle of it's at Mm. the side. I'm gonna look to the side. Oh, look! There's a little, there's a little girl. I think was a little, a little girl, girl yeah. and and then the mum. And oh, that's gonna be me soon. I'm so happy. Nothing can go wrong right now. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> right, did it you was, see it coming, Dom? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was even the the look at the green light. Mm-hmm. So we look up at the green light. The camera has never looked at the other angle from where we are. We're looking at her. We're looking at the mum with her daughter. You know, um, and I think in that moment, that's Brooke going. Oh, I'd love that. I'm not sure I'm going to get that when she's looking at the Peyton. the, the, the mum and when Peyton, sorry, is, yeah, is looking at the the mother and daughter. Apologies, um, and but yeah, we never see the other view. She looks up, the lights green. She goes and then smash her. I, I kind of I winced just as it was about to happen. I think on the on the watch along, um, and the the interesting sort of theory. So she she loses her birth mother to cancer she has a cancer scare it isn't cancer she loses her adoptive mother to a car crash she has a car crash she doesn't die um so i think she's going to be fine i think so there's, a, there's a pattern my thing about that the, the storyline the reason it annoyed me was she quite nonchalantly says oh a car ran a red light she was not that but i was like well you think you'd have some trauma from that i mean I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of a couple of triggers at least. Yeah, surely, like you know. that's how your one of your mums died. You could yeah, have died the same just... way. She just, yeah, she was like, oh, it's all right. She's so used to it now. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's so used to the traumas in her life. <laughs> she a lot of trauma. Just, I, just I, add I, it on top. I will say though that um, a lot of people like suppress things at the time that they happen and then it becomes a trauma later like many years later when they've actually had time to like process it like not to go too deep into it but i it's really hard for me with Mm. car crashes and things in tv shows because as you know dom i think i've said it on the podcast i'm pretty sure i have but (laughs) i had i had a really serious car accident when i was 17 and like even when uh, they're looking at the car in like the uh, what do you call that? The like lot, junk, the yard, junk yeah, yard. the like junkyard or whatever it is, and it's like smacked in the side. Like my car was like that, like it was like pretty much almost like bent round a tree, and it's um it's really hard. Because, and that happened to me 
I can't even do the maths. Like 17 years ago? Is that right? Yeah. Is that right, Dom? What, when we were 17? How, how long ago were we 17? <laughs> About 19, 19 years ago. 19 years ago, right. So it's yeah. like 19 years, so almost 20 years ago. Um, and I, I had to like process that during like lockdown. Like really, like is you kind of, I mean, it's, it's a bit different when you're younger as well. You know, when you're a teenager, you're not, you really can suppress things. You're not processing them or whatever. And I know that she's not, well, she's still young. How much? 22? Just about that, 22, 23 by this point. So, I mean... <laughs> five years more i mean it's not that but yes i think it can become harder in later life um and i guess if she in her mind thinks that well i might i might be going anyway she's almost sort of been making peace with her death hasn't she with by dr- making the the box of like the drawings and artwork and things uh that maybe she's just like well i'm you know i'm still here by the grace of god sort of thing yeah, she's just know. happy that she and her baby are fine. Yeah, no, that's that's true. But yeah, I just thought it was a weird choice by the writers, I think. But then, as mm. Dom said, maybe they are doing the whole cancer. Yeah, it's kind of mirror, mirroring her parents. I hadn't thought of that, Dom. Yeah, you had it's, that, actually, yeah. Re- it's actually really quite nuanced. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe you've found more credit to give to the writers <laughs> than what they're actually they're actually due, but. If someone Maybe. mentions that later, like if in the next ep- tonight's episode, Lucas says, "Well, your mum, you know this, and your other mum, that you know," then it would be like, okay, then it was purposeful. Mm. But if not, you might have like looked through the matrix. Yeah, you never know. Well, we'll see. Like, because I wasn't sure when, because they they made a very, um, it, it was very obvious that they looked at the traffic signals and the street name, and I wasn't sure if the street name was the same street that her mama died so, that, that, so I, I, if anyone could tell us or let us know that'd be great <laughs> because i actually have no idea i can't remember that far back to when like they they talked about it before but yeah they they made a, a big point of looking at the street sign plus the green light she then goes and then bang with the car spins around and she's like draped over the steering wheel but um yeah i just just sort of saw a connection she has the, the cancer scare she's fine she has the um car crash she's fine but she's coming. She's going to die anyway, and she's listening to a song called "Angel." So it's you know it's which is played the entire way through this episode. That song is played twice. Yeah, and at the end is played in full. <laughs> the entire song. I was thinking about that watching this episode today. Of like, there's almost more time that there's music in the background than there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a very quintessential One Tree Hill ism. And not many shows do that, right? Like have continuous. And in that way, one of my favorite words is diegetic sound. Yeah. New, new to me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so diegetic sound is where uh, it's the the characters can hear it too. It's not just like the music that we hear because she's playing, Peyton's playing it in the car, you know, and then it continues and then later. And yeah, I mean, and that song I played, I, Dom and I play in a five-a-side football game every Monday and uh, I was playing it on repeat on the way to football on Monday because I had edited the video together that we'll talk about when we get to uh, mouth and uh Millie. Oh God, Millie. Millie. 
I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. Uh, and <laughs> You've forgotten all the female characters' names today, but it's No. Fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was Sam. Now it's me. put that on me. <laughs> Stop. Shahar will have a field day in a year's time. <laughs> Jenna will be rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that song, play, yeah, I, it's a good song. Sorry, all right, let's... <laughs> What's your prediction, Dom, for... Oh, and th- let's just add the final thing, because then what you can do is p- your predictions for all of them. Lucas has got to fix up the car, right? Or he's going to try and fix up the car. Um, which I think, like, what's the problem, man? Like, you know how to do it, and you enjoy fixing up couple. Yes, it's difficult, but he likes a project. And right? he's got the keys to um, Keith's garage, apparently. But... Right. Yeah, like, yeah, but but still had it in his own garage. He didn't actually take yeah, it to the, yeah. the, the body shop that would have been useful. Um, but Just never mind. Take his time, fix it up. It's all right, isn't it? Like sentimental value. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But yeah, I mean, fair enough. If he can, I mean, it's a write-off, isn't it? It's going to be hard to insure. Um, it's like a cut and shut kind of job, isn't it? Just like get half a car from someone else and glue it on and hope for the best <laughs> but he could contract people he doesn't have to do it himself right it's probably got some he, he just got 300 grand didn't he for for yeah. the movie what how much i don't know 15 grand something like I mean, yeah okay it's a lot of money but from his 300 fix the car up Right. What made me laugh is that he put the comet sign back on like the shittiest <laughs> bit of the car. Just like, just wait. What he should have done is put that on once he'd finished repairing it. Don't stick it on now and you're going to tear the thing apart anyway. Right. It's the final <laughs> touch, not the first exactly. touch. Okay, we've got to fix this up. What's the first thing you've got to do? Get that sign off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rip that sign off. But I just put it on. Well, that was fucking stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> right. What's your predictions? For Lucas, I want, we want a few predictions. We want Lucas, we want Peyton, we want Brooke. You kind of said Brooke? Um, no, we want Brooke, yeah. Brooke, um, Brooke's going to be the interesting, there's going to be an interesting one because of Victoria. I think Victoria's going to be in it a bit like, where did that come from? He's just producing beer from a window ledge. <laughs> He had an empty bottle a minute ago, and now he's got a full bottle, a little bit of lime sticking out the top, so it doesn't, you know... Have you got a little fridge in there? No, I just brought two in. I just, <laughs> I, I've been doing this a few years now. Kidding, no. I know, I, I've got, I've got a, a coaster, that's it, of nothing. I, I need I to s- pre- prepare better. <laughs> I saw a little... I was, like, flicking through the old Instagram post the other day, and sometimes I see things, I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe we did that. Oh, I can't believe they seemed so long ago. I kind of forgot we did it. And there was a part when we were talking to Colin Thickis, who played Jimmy, and I just pulled out some, like, pink champagne, like, partway through <laughs> to, like, toast the conversation. Why not? <laughs> just like, what is this person, this professional actor thinking? Like, why am I doing this? So, oh, dear. Go on, Don. What are your predictions? Right. Back to Brooke. Um, I think she's obviously going to go and make a, a success of things. It'd be interesting if she has to go to New York, but I'm pretty sure she'll stay in the, the shop. It'll be kind of like her hub of this is where I'm going to work and do things. You can manage the New York stuff. I'll do the designs. I'll take pictures and things here, but this is where I want to be. I do think she's going to bring Millie back 
as well. So Millie will be like, is she, she's not employed by them at the moment. Is she? Yeah, she she's is. Not. She, I think she is. Is she not just like in the New York offices of Close Over Bros? I thought she wasn't employed by them anymore. Oh, she may- leave, maybe. Maybe. Either way, she'll come back. She'll come back. She'll be brought back to, to Tree Hill, do stuff there, be her executive assistant, that kind of thing, support her. Maybe some sort of management role. You never know. Um, but Brooke will also, I think, struggle with the, the Sam-Victoria dynamic if that becomes a, a like a close bond or a bond that she thinks uh, Sam might get hurt and will end up having rows with Sam about it. And, and probably upsetting Sam in the meantime because she says things impulsively um, uh, and could be quite mean sometimes, quite cruel. So it'll be interesting to see that development where that goes. Peyton, I think it, like in the long run, I think he's going to be fine. She's going to have a kid um, uh, and Lucas and her get married. Um, I'm just not sure how much more, like I said it a few times before, how much more shit they can throw her away. So uh, wherever they suddenly decide to go maybe we shouldn't be in tree hill anymore let's go and spend some time with um karen and um <laughs> lily what's the ge- oh what's the geezer's name andy yeah, lily yeah andy <laughs> yeah what's the guys so karen and andy candy um and you know enjoy the, the millionaire lifestyle because he's like funding absolutely everything um and yeah just kind of yeah spend time with the the, the, the sister who's going to be an aunt to their new baby and what have you what have you what have you so yeah that's kind of all i've got to say about them <laughs> i miss andy mm. you remember dan got him deported <laughs> <laughs> what a guy <laughs> okay well where do you want to go next clay you got mouth and millie you got skills and i've forgotten her name oh my god no don't Mrs. Oh God! What's the teacher's name? <laughs> What's the first letter? You you guys don't know either. <laughs> you don't know either. All I'm thinking of is my son's actual teacher's name, and that doesn't help. What is her name? Um, I can't remember. Her name in real life is Alison Munn. Because I looked her up on Instagram to be like, oh, maybe we could get her on. She had almost 200,000 <laughs> followers. She must like, be middle-aged by now. <laughs> <laughs> she has too many followers. I enjoyed that one. What? <laughs> What's her name? Susan. Susan? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't got a clue. Oh, I'm, look- not allowed to, I'm not allowed to look it up, though, am I? Oh, we've also got Nathan, Nathan and Haley as well. Where where do you want to go, Claire? And I'm going to look it up. Uh, let's go with I think Nathan, Haley, and Jamie. Let's kind of do them. I don't know how much time we've got left. Um, we we make our yeah. own time here, Claire. <laughs> we do what we want. Make them do wait. What we absolutely want. Absolutely. <laughs> every, every time. Dom, t- tell us about Nathan, Haley, Jamie. I'm going to find out the teacher's name. Uh, Haley has a brief moment at. Peyton's uh, kind of takes the music to Peyton because Peyton's not allowed to th- at the studio um, and she's like make sure you produce this record and help me and so on and so forth because she's like handing things off to people because she's pretty much convinced she's going to die um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen um, and she's like yeah we'll do this together and it'd be wonderful but 
the main crux of Haley's story and Jamie and Nathan is Jamie's schooling. She drops off Jamie at school. The teacher, <laughs> so far unnamed teacher, <laughs> says that Jamie... Go on, what's the name? Go on. I'll tell you the first letter and then see if you guys can get it. It's Miss L. Lucy? No. No idea. Claire? Laura? No. Oh, so close. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. Yes, Miss <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> so, yeah, Miss Lauren says. Um, Jamie's very bright. The uh, Oppenheimer School for Gifted Kids or whatever that's, you know, very relevant name at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it we'll have a Barbie school next week. Um, uh, the like Oppenheimer School for like the the gifted and talented, basically um, X Men, want <laughs> them to basically like will take entrance like Jamie because he has good exam results and so on and so on. And it brings a, a little bit of point of tension between um, Nathan and Haley because Nathan's very much like, well, he's just going to be bored to death here. The kids aren't actually very nice. Uh, and we we have an experience of that where Jamie's, you know, picked on by a mathlete, what, whatever he's doing. Um, was a, it math, a, math a, ma- a math hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then Haley's like, well, he could go there because he could do great things. Not everything re- revolves around sport and so on and so on. Um, and then they, they both kind of have a U-turn. Um, and in the end, they let Jamie decide because Jamie's the most, you know, upfront, forthright, and responsible character in the entire show. Fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. And he stays at the school with Miss Lauren, although, you know, regardless. So there you go. And Nathan also is having to teach Nino, I think is the character's name, uh, to play shooting guard so he can still play point guard under Bobby's rule. I've I've got a question about this, right? He th- he knows how to, Nathan knows how to be a shooting guard because he was a shooting guard. Yeah. He's now playing point guard because that's would suit him better in the big leagues, is he that what too, we're saying? Too short to be a shooting guard. Yeah, to, so he has right. to play the point. But he's infinitely better than this other guy and has to show him what to do. What's the point? If he's already better than this other guy and can do it with his eyes shut, why doesn't he just play that position? Play shooting what guard. I think yeah, as Bobby's saying, Bobby he's go... better He's better at shooting guard and better at point guard. So, right. But Nino is just going to be good at that bit. So, yeah. Right. Okay. It seems like bad coaching to me, that's all. It seems like lazy coaching to me. I was thinking... Bobby, you're supposed to coach him, aren't you? <laughs> like, you'd never have, you'd never see David Moyes say, "Hey, Antonio, I need you to come here and teach Bowen something." You know, <laughs> like, like it's not his job, is it? You know, it's very, very niche reference there, but yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, but there were some good basketball points mm. in here, and they were able to relate the situation of uh jamie and chuck didn't get along and now jamie doesn't want to leave chuck so maybe go and play nice you know with nino and get along and all of that it was good what did you think claire i'm oh, sorry yeah. dom dom sorry oh no i was just gonna say this the selling point for 
Finding Nemo was um, <laughs> like, like we both want to get out of this team to go to the NBA and this is our opportunity. So let me show you what, you know, what you need to do and we can both move on with our lives. And that was kind of the, the selling point for him, which will inevitably bring them closer. They'll both get into a bigger team together and they'll live happily ever after. Yeah, basically suck it up, get the job done, and then we can go our separate ways. Um, yeah, I like this. It's great to see Nathan on the basketball court. Obviously, it's a lot of slow motion stuff um, for him, and he had Nino Juni's um, ball spins and stuff. But yeah, as you said, Simon, it was um, kind of Jamie's. Um, what happened with him and Chuck? How he went away and um, took that situation and made it better. So yeah, as you said, hopefully they'll go on to. To better things but yeah it was good to see coach bobby as well he wasn't on it for very long as you said he probably wasn't doing his job um <laughs> bobby is the man I, I looked him up on instagram and i think we've got a unique window of opportunity here so he <laughs> he has i think about i can't remember exactly like five or six thousand followers which is right in our range that's <laughs> when we got paul and barbara I don't think we realized how much we were reaching for the stars there. Um, and it worked out. We got Barbara because of Paul. But anyway, Bobby, he's right in our range. But um, like I said a few episodes ago, Instagram have like, changed their stuff. That If you message someone, they don't follow you. It's just hidden completely mm. unless you're able. So it's much harder now. And I think they must have changed that. Anyway, he's just bought and opened a restaurant. Oh, so we might want, might want to plug it. Right, that, and but also, I amount, I think that <laughs> that the info at email address probably goes to him. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm willing to take take a chance, and I, I think also, I'll send. Yeah. Also, where is the restaurant? I think it's in like Texas, maybe. Somewhere. Because this is where we basically call out our nearest raven to go. <gasps> oh, smart. Ooh. There we so go. So who, who, who is our nearest Raven or nearest La- listener? Lauren. L- Lauren, of course. So Lauren, who already does a lot for us, <laughs> we're going to make a go a to new rule for Lauren. restaurant. <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, I mean, also Texas is massive, isn't it? We're just saying I mean, it like, it's, oh, it's around the corner. But it's, like... it's like six times the size of our country. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not our problem, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Pick up the slack and go get, get Bobby a, for us. Get a train. Don't worry about flying. Get a train. Get there. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach out. I mean, Claire, you wouldn't believe the lengths that we went to recently to try and get someone that Oops. not. not I thought one Skills was supposed to be on last week as well. What happened to him? Bloody Skills. Well, he was. Due, he was due to come on, and he pulled out like ten minutes before. Um, but we're hold. We're not. We're not giving up yet. We okay. TBC or TBD. But recently, Dom and I were trying to get someone not One Tree Hill related, someone from like a '90s movie that we both grew up loving. We went to extreme levels of online stalking to like try so and... much stalking as well, like LinkedIn stalking to what's the company he works for now stalking. <laughs> Will the info at get to him kind of stalking? <laughs> Have you now been blocked? Is that what's happened? <laughs> we just haven't had a response. I, I was so I was so hopeful 
so hopeful but you never know you is never this know. someone from three ninjas yep yeah mm. how did you know because you talk about it all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true have you seen it i haven't actually i don't know how it would fare on a first watch mm. as an adult i'm not sure how <laughs> Dom would it? We Dom and I watched it together the other night. It's on you. It's on YouTube. It's free. You know. If I'm bored this weekend, I'll give it a give it a bash. There you okay. go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. So right, that's them. So is the final piece of the puzzle just Mouth and Millie? Kind of. We didn't really talk about skills, but he doesn't have a huge bit. Obviously, he's kind of dating Miss Lauren, and Jamie's trying to match make that. Um, he's kind of coaching the basketball team. So it was nice to see that on the river court. And there was a nice scene with um, Skills and Lucas in the beginning of the river court. And it's nice to see them on the river court again together. It's just kind of nostalgic. And um, yeah, it was kind of Skills was giving them some advice. Yeah, that was nice. Seeing him play horse. Yeah, that is nostalgic. And Dom, or you say it in your own words, or you said on the watch along about Skills and Miss Lauren. And you said Miss Lauren is basically younger Deb. He's just picked younger Deb. That is <laughs> all it is, um, which is it, you know, spot on. But yeah, interesting development. Uh, we'll see if Miss um, Lauren gets a a longer part in the show. Uh, it would be very interesting to see. She's too young for me, but <laughs> <laughs> not really. She's um, she's in, too nice. I yeah. think. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's too pleasant. Yeah. She's not. St- she's not stern enough or angry enough. Well, then, Mouth and Millie in fake New York, um, which was where well, they had little horse and carriage like going behind, and then there was like the green screen moment of where they put like part of the New York skyline behind them. It was a good effort, though. I thought. I, one thing I will say about her apartment is the kitchen. We see the kitchen and we think, what shitty little kitchen is kind of what you expect for a New York apartment. And then when we see her like bedroom to living room to front door thing, it's like she lived in a medieval tavern. I was like, what the fuck is this? How the fuck is she affording that in New York? That's ridiculous. High ceilings. Like... Yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking like suit of armor in the corner and all sorts of shit going on there. It's outrageous. There's one moment that I absolutely, absolutely despised in this fucking episode. Oh, my and God. Was, and it was with them. Claire, I'm with... so sorry. He's going <laughs> off now. This is him, for real. Go on, Dom. When Mouth says, where's your head? Oh, Fuck my God. off, Mouth. Fuck right off. My hand is going to be in your face because you're such an irritating little turd. Get out of my apartment. I never want to see you again. And when I say goodnight, I mean goodnight and I see it, we're over, we're done, you know? Oh, what a horrible, horrible moment. That was like a congrats kind of moment. Like, where's your head? Fuck off. And she's just like, happy? Oh, get out. Go to work. <laughs> Claire, I right. can feel like you want to say something. No, I mean, I kind of agree. And I mean, their whole scenes are just a bit cringy when they're trying to kiss each other and stuff. It just doesn't seem natural. And yeah, obviously they had their sexy time and they were talking about it and stuff. And yeah, I was just not a fan. <laughs> it would have been, I'm just trying to be, <laughs> it would have been funnier if like first thing in the morning he was like, so how did I compare to Owen? <laughs> you know, just tell me straight. <laughs> I know he has a bigger frame, but is that it? Is that the only... 
But the uh, the where's your head at bit really got me too because it's very unnatural thing for mouth to say, and the writers have used that quite a lot. Like I feel like I've heard that line said from uh, Nathan, from Lucas. Like where's your head at? Oh he, yeah. He doesn't even say at. He just says where's your head. <laughs> It doesn't even say the at. If he said the at, it would have made a little bit more fucking sense. He's just like, where's your head? Happy. Uh, what? That doesn't even make sense. It's literally on top of my fucking shoulders and neck. That's where it. That's literally where it that's is. That's where it's located. It is nice. <laughs> it is nice though that they that they're happy and that they've got through something because it's been going on for a long time and difficult and it's mouth's kind of got over himself and Millie seems like she's forgiven herself and et cetera, et cetera, and forgiven him and what, and he's forgiven her. So it's like nice, but yeah, it's just a bit, sometimes when people are too happy, it's, it's not natural. Not right. No, <laughs> it's, not it's right. too much. Right. I mean, I, I probably read a little bit into it, like into the whole relationship a little bit deeper than uh, one. I probably should have done. And two, it's probably more like wishful thinking because when he leaves, she's on the bed and has a little cry. She gets a bit teary and a bit upset. I'm thinking that's just pure depression. That's a hundred percent. Like, why am I in this relationship with this piece of shit? Why, why have I done this to myself? Like I've let him in. I've let him back in. I'm an absolute sucker for punishment. And I just keep going back to this mess of a human being and letting it happen. And she was just devastated. And that's kind of what I was thinking. But no, I'm, I'm sure it's just because she missed him. He's <laughs> the world's flakiest employee. Yeah, how's he still got a job? None of them go to work, except Nathan. <laughs> Nathan is the only one who's actually going to work. And we see him at work. The rest of them just do what they want. That's true. Ridiculous. And they have, you know, time just does what it wants as well. Mm very yeah. upset today <laughs> <laughs> we've ended on a rant been... so yeah <laughs> this has been a good this has been a good episode this is when you're at your best when you're not super happy this is what i like when someone isn't can be mo well i'm not gonna say you're moaning passionate, passionate. yeah Pas- passionate <laughs> yeah it's the best well okay well let's let's go into judgments and then if we've missed anything we'll pick it up there but first and foremost, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, how could you not? Then check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. But Claire, they also go through net. Ravenshoops.net. Claire, have you been. <laughs> were you ever nervous about messing that up? I don't think anybody in. A hundred and however many episodes has ever not said nets. Well, just two seconds before it was coming, I knew it was coming. I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I'm waiting for it's one nets, person to go. Dot com. <laughs> they go through dot com. Like... I, I think we have had one person get it wrong, haven't haven't we? Because I think they hadn't listened up to the point where we started doing that, oh. and we started doing it ages ago but they, they hadn't caught up so when we I, I said hoops and you said blah 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 to whoever i can't remember who it I was i think they said I'm hoops say as marine. well didn't they i think this oh I'm, double I'm hoops gonna, mm. i'm gonna say marine just to just to throw some shit out there and see if it sticks <laughs> but she doesn't listen anyway so it's fine but i think i think it might have been her just to poke the bear yeah see absolutely what let's go for it see but yeah happens. somebody actually just didn't know what to say <laughs> so we have had one we have had one but yeah 
And I will just say, you were, you were a pro, so don't. Yeah, worry. yeah, you didn't miss a miss a beat. Thanks. I will just say we don't really go on about it enough, and I think we hope because it's evident. But the the Patreon community is really where it's at. Like if you listen to this podcast and you're not involved in that, you're really missing out because it's good vibes, good people. The Discord every day, people posting it every single. Are you on the Discord? Claire? No, I'm not. So maybe that's something I should get on. But my thing with your watch along, which I would like to join, but because I'm in the UK, I go to bed when you are just starting. Like I couldn't have that <laughs> pod hangover, so that's why I would watch it on catch up. But yeah, I'll definitely. Join the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Well. I'll every, send you every, the link. every six months, Claire, I have a little cry <laughs> about how late how late it gets. And we move it half an hour earlier. So like in about a year's time it'll be at nine o'clock. So don't worry. I can join then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's also another great benefit. Like you get all the watch along privileges to like watch the recordings back and everything. But it's really great. And we are super humbled, my favourite word, to uh to have people that listen and care, it's uh, insane. Oh, I'll write it. Okay, well, let's get into our judgments. Uh, Claire, who was your favourite performer of the episode? So I picked Evan Peters, um, and just basically for all the scenes in the diner was his facial expressions. So that scene where they're sitting him and Sam and then he sees Victoria walking in the door, the look of sheer horror on his face. He doesn't even have to say anything. It's just and then the whole time they're in the diner, I just think he's a good, um, good facial actor. You can tell exactly the emotions he's feeling. Yes, it is. And you can see he's going to have like a a prominent career. which (laughs) He does. Dom, who is your favorite performer? Uh, Well, I was originally going to pick. Uh, the young lady that plays Sam, but I ch- but for very much like similar reasons, like the reactions to Victoria, the reactions to Jack, etc., etc. I actually picked James Lafferty for this episode. I think the the scenes that he's in, he he has to kind of navigate and negotiate a few different like array of emotions. His you know uh, like reticence to um, the Oppenheimer school, Jamie like growing up and actually having a bit of a normal life and having fun rather than being you know a bit of a strange kid you know going to that kind of school um kind of having to defend himself saying that he's a c-plus student and you know that Haley's his tutor and then they have a nice moment at the end where they kind of like you know apologize to each other and then he has his like coaching stuff that he's doing bobby telling him he needs to step up this is his team now um and yeah i, I just thought james lafferty did a good job and kind of held uh, my attention at the episode so yeah what about you, Simon? Who did you pick? That's a good point because he does. It's my favorite when he's doing basketball <laughs> things. I'm like, yes, invested. Uh, but I'm going to say Ashley Rickards, who plays Sam, um, because uh, I, I think she did a really good job when Jack went. I think that was the most I felt in the episode. And it was a lot to do with her because he's playing kind of like the sort of dopey, doe-eyed sort of kid, isn't, isn't he? And she's playing the more in touch with her emotions i think i thought she played it really well so i'll go with her claire who was your favorite character of the episode i almost picked sam kind of from those reasons that you said but i went with nathan just because he's up there with dan with one of the best characters and yeah kind of what dom said all the different storylines he was doing and again you see a lot of his emotions um when bobby said to him this is your team like his face just lit up um yeah nathan Excellent. 
And Dom, yours? I picked Victoria, the <laughs> return of, you know, the Ice Queen. It was a, a perfect re-entry. Everybody's terrified of her. Um, and, yeah, I think she had some really decent lines and she had some really good moments. And then kind of the, the finishing it off with taking Sam under her wing. Well, that's the kind of illusion or the hope that I have for next. So, yeah, uh, Victoria. Uh, who was your favorite character? I'll just say Victoria doesn't terrify me. She excites me. I would say uh, <laughs> I would say Nathan is my favorite character because I just re- yeah everything that's already been said. Um, Claire, oh my gosh, favorite ah. background performer, <laughs> one line or less. So I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but. When Jamie, Haley, and Nathan walked into the door of the school, so all the kids are sitting at the tables, the expression on all the kids' faces are like kind of mean and like not very nice, They're like what are you doing here, blah, blah, blah. But there's one little kid who's over on like the far right-hand side of the screen who he smiles, he touches his face, and he does a little wave. And I don't know if he's, if that was like the direction or if he just went rogue. So we'll give it to him. <laughs> Excellent. In pre-improv. Yeah. Dom. But right, uh, Ravens, this this is the kind of example of picking out a background performer like Claire's laid down that gauntlet now. Like pick out a decent background performer. Someone who you would normally go unnoticed, but we see a little child waving that no one would have noticed in the history of time ever. But Claire has picked that out. So make sure you are that detailed when you come on your episodes, please. Um, I didn't go that detailed. I went for one of the guys at the scrapyard and um, the guy that says, Cause more fixes it, more it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that guy, because, you know, why not? But, yeah. What about you, Simon? Your background. Um, uh, there was a couple. There was a couple. Oh, I'm trying to remember. In the watch along, I said, oh, that's my background performer. <laughs> now I can't quite remember what they said. And I just watched it. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. I was like, yeah, that's my background uh, I'll just go with the douchey kid that was like uh, in your face or whatever when you're doing the math math get ball. But that wasn't who I originally wanted. I'll kick myself later when I remember. <laughs> what was your favorite line of the episode, Claire? Uh, line, I went with one of Victoria's because I think she delivers like the sass lines really well. And it was, what is this now? A homeless shelter. Yeah, nice. And Dom? I, I, I jumped. Uh, <laughs> I was, what is this now, a homeless shelter to, is she taking you on like she, like all her like deadbeat friends or whatever she says, you know, like uh, and stuff. But I did pick a Victoria line and it was, uh, so which would you prefer, a mother who left you or one who stuck around and was bad at it and just kind of leaves Sam to kind of think about that situation? I thought, what a great line. And then like escapes. It was good. Really good. What about you, mate? I went with, very simply, Jack Daniels when Sam knocks over, like, the little packets of, like, that <laughs> milk. That's, like, little milk that doesn't have to be refrigerated. How are we, yeah. How is anybody ever trusting that? <laughs> anyway, and, and he just, she knocks it over and he just says, why? <laughs> perfect moment. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, your favourite song, Claire? 
So Song I struggled with mainly because that Angel song is playing the whole way through and I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so I went, with, <laughs> <laughs> I went with a song that I had to look it up because I didn't know what it was, but it was when Haley goes to see Peyton for the first time and she's found out what's going on. And like the song does go on for a long time because it goes on to another scene with Brooke and um, Sam. It's quite a sad song. It was by a band called Manchester Orchestra, who I've never heard, and it was called I Can See a Hot One, but it was very sad. I think if you were to listen to that, you would be sad and then you'd become even sadder. Um, so, yeah, very melancholy. Very One Tree Hill then. <laughs> <laughs> and Dom? Uh, I just picked Angel by Kate Vocal. <laughs> uh, I thought that was, it was played twice. The, the, it felt like a... It felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we haven't even mentioned it. So for Ooh. anyone who hasn't seen, on Instagram, it's on Patreon as well, and in the Discord, uh, Dom and I put together our own edit of the Mouth and Millie moment of where they're in bed with the laptop. And uh, I think that's already got over a 1,000 views on our Instagram. So <laughs> Have it. It had like 400 yesterday, like when I last checked. Who's watching it over and over? Somebody must be watching it on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> that song. It's at, one, it's at one thousand and thirty. Wow. There you, there you go. Not bad. Not there bad. you go. It was very, so very well things, done. Very well done. And yeah, the things we do for our art. <laughs> <laughs> one of ours I saw the other day. I put it on the story. One of ours I didn't realize it had like thirteen thousand views on Instagram. But it was when. Uh, when I said, oh, my dad's coming on. Oh, no, I'm really sorry. And then it was Paul Johansson. I've got like 13,000. There you go. Nice. Mm. Uh, uh, my my favorite song, of course, was Angel <laughs> by Kate Vogel. What a banger. I'll be listening to that more and more as the week goes on. But I'm not sure you can call it a banger, but okay. Banger. The last but not least is the precious. Ooh. Precious. Rating. Claire, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yeah, I've been kind of flip-flopping between two. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> has it increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Um, Stayed the same. <laughs> These are lies. You're flip-flopping. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, same the question. immediate <laughs> contradiction was perfect. Um, uh, I've got a number. I've also been flip flopping. I'm not sure where to go with my number. But I think I've got. A, uh, I think I've picked the right number, but we'll see. What about you, Simon? Same questions. I have a number, and I think it's just important to say that I think that from here on <laughs> out, except for season nine, that this is spending time with characters you enjoy. It's not the One Tree Hill we once knew. This is about, oh, I like these characters. I'm going to spend some time with them. Yeah, have some things happen. So let's go with that. We'll say them together after three. One, two, three. Six. Six. Seven. Whoa. Okay, so for context, Dom went to a seven and Claire and I both went at a six. That 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 was the flip flop for me. I was six, six or seven, six or seven. I didn't know where to go, so I thought I'd go with the higher number. <laughs> I'm happy to go to six because that was my original thought. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure. Yeah, well, seven was my to... seven was my other one as well. I wasn't sure, but based yeah. on last week, you gave it a five. It was a bit better. <laughs> 
yeah. It, yeah, like kind of like building on what Simon said, like spending time with these characters. Like, I don't really care too much about spending time with these characters because <laughs> some of them I really dislike. But the the Nathan stuff was really good. The 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 Peyton stuff was okay. The car crash was you know is like an interesting element. Bit soap opery with the the whole hospital stuff, but there was context to it. There was reasoning behind the, like her sentiment and her feeling towards the end. Um, I think the Millie and Mouse stuff, although you know I. I went into a rant about it. Uh, I kind of understand why it's in the show and why it's there and Millie's reactions to things and stuff. Uh, Mouth, uh, I could happily like not have him in it, but you know, it is what it is. And I just thought over time, it's just kind of like a steady seven kind of episode, but I was a firm six until our conversation. So I think like we talked about Victoria a lot. We talked about how great Jack and Sam were and that kind of like was the main basis of the episode. And that kind of made me go, ah, it's it's a seven then, so that's where I I flopped and you guys flipped. So <laughs> So I'd be happy yeah. to flop to seven. Oh, okay. I'll have oh yeah, I'm easy to go to seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I had to do the convincing to go to a higher number. This doesn't happen. <laughs> that's good. Well then we'll put this in the record books as a seven. Claire, it's been great to meet you properly and uh I, I think it's evident that Dom and I have really enjoyed your company and enjoyed this episode i think this has been a, a really fun one uh that i imagine people hopefully will enjoy hope that you have too so thank you so much for your support and hope to see you at nando soon yeah for sure thank you uh, honestly I've, I've had such a good time i think this has been one of the best uh, episodes that we've done for a long time and like season six um in terms of rants and going crazy and someone actually understanding the the uk British kind of humor, yeah. references as well so um yeah it's been brilliant it's been great to get to to meet you as well and already looking forward to to your season season seven episode as well oh nice well yeah i was a bit nervous but you've made me feel yeah really comfortable it's been great I also have to say, the lighting in your room is fantastic. It looks like it, it looks like it's daylight. It looks like I'm like, where are you? You must be somewhere like in America. You're, you're in the deep, like west of America or something like that, because it's bright light there. Like I've got this horrible light here, which is just ridiculous. Uh, Simon, you're. I've got a secret. My flatmate's got one of those. He does a lot of like film and stuff, so it's like one of those big. Um, it looks like the the sun. Basically, I'm sitting beside. So. Well, it it was a good choice. <laughs> well, if not, this room is so dark. So it was either darkness or or really shiny and bright. So I went shiny and bright. Perfect. Okay, can I ask you one question before you tell Dom what impression or voice oh, is going to yeah. do? Through listening to our podcast, has there ever been anything that we've said that you has taken you by surprise that's like gone across the line that has been like oh wow that's like because i get nervous sometimes about because just because dom mentioned our sense of humor and whatever just as a barometer has there ever been anything that you've thought oh that's that's almost too much i don't think i'm the best one to judge as a barometer because kind of tv shows and things that i'm interested in anyway are borderline you know um so yeah i think you guys are really funny and uh, yeah i get all the jokes and stuff so i don't think it has but yeah these days people can take offense to things so but i wouldn't worry about it i think just keep doing what you're doing is great thank you so much try and be anonymous online (laughs) 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 Uh, that's perfect thank you well what what what's dom gonna do what do you want him to do well i think we should go scottish then i'll um since i'm here i'll make him make him do a scottish 
Um, but maybe more and more my my accent, which is more Edinburgh side rather than Glaswegian, so that might be a bit difficult for you. A bit more soft. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a lighter accent. A bit of a it's a slightly less harsh tone, I guess. <laughs> is that okay? Does that work? Yeah. For you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll do my best to stick to it then, and we'll do Ravens on three. <laughs> oh yeah. As, as best as I can. Right, one, two, three. Raven. 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>